0: The there's always time for the drive-thru deal. Because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's
1: is faster.
2: Start your morning at McDonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast. Try the steak, egg, and cheese bagel or the sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside. Price and
1: participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Hello? Are you ready for this? Tres, dos, uno. Here we go.
2: How do you say here we go? Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. <laughs> and you're listening to You're My Best Friend with two of my best friends, Marcia, Fly
0: Slaughter, and Rebecca.
2: I have an answer for everything. I should have been a lawyer.
0: You're just a confused person.
2: This is very true.
0: I know, in the jar, in the jar. Uh, I got it.
2: Welcome to you My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos, and today, spirituality.
0: <laughs> life, friendship, tacos, and Jesus.
2: Life, friendship, tacos, and Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, my name is Ruben Jay, <laughs> And I'm Moxie Ann. And uh, this is going to be an interesting podcast uh, today.
0: That sounded like Jesus, I just realized, <laughs>
2: which is still spirituality. Jesus. Hey, Don't pee on me. Why would Zeus pee? Who is...
0: I'm talking about the Greek god.
2: Zeus peed on somebody. Who? I don't know. We got him pregnant. What? Golden showers. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm going to Google it because I'm pretty sure Zeus peed on somebody.
0: This is weird. So today... Am I right? Really? Aren't I? You're right? How do I not know this story? What's it... Who is it called? Zeus. Who is it called? Who...
2: <laughs> in Greek mythology, uh is it D- Danae? D- Danae. Danae. Uh was a grieved princess and mother and hero uh Zeus, however the king. Oh wait, hold on, let me actually read this. Yeah, uh came to her in form of golden rain and then impregnated her. Uh, uh Okay. So basically his his p raped her and then
0: Well, Welcome to You're My Best Friend. This
2: took a turn for the worse. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk about rape on the podcast.
0: Yeah, maybe not. (laughs) Maybe let's not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Melody's like, just just move on. We're getting a very
0: disapproving look from our studio. Yeah, we should redo that. I
2: I like where we're at. It's fun. You do? Yeah, it's fine. All
0: right. It's fine. Uh, It's It's all fine. Everything is fine. If
2: I lose my job over this, who cares?
0: I'm fine. I'm dying inside. It's fine. Um, Everything is fine.
2: <laughs> Moxie, uh last time you and I did this podcast, we talked about the best of MSI MXI. MSI. <laughs> MSI, I don't know what that is. <laughs> the
0: best of MXI.
2: And uh I have a
0: complaint. I know you have a complaint. I would We're like not, to lodge are... a formal complaint about that episode. You are very
2: rude, man. You
0: are very rude, man. Please stop eating our tacos and leave. <laughs> oh dear lord.
2: <laughs> um, so uh, we're You not- promised
0: full satisfaction And I am not satisfied uh, Never mind I'm just gonna stop right there <laughs>
2: So we have a pastor on today's episode
0: It's really good that we're starting out The episode like this
2: I like how you're holding the bottle of Snapple As if it's like your alcoholic beverage Yeah this and is my like drink a, You're at the edge of, of your night
0: This is my drink
2: uh, So we have Pastor Jay Vallejo for- from Calvary Chapel La Habra, as she takes a swig of her drink uh this is we're going to hell
0: somewhere we're going somewhere <laughs> we're going
2: somewhere uh what do you what are you hoping to learn out of this podcast?
0: I really love talking to youth pastors. I feel like they always have a lot to say um they have so many stories and unique experiences because working with kids is. I, I work with the elderly, so I feel like it's kind of the same thing.
2: And I live with the elderly.
0: You do? Oh, it's you, right.
2: No, my father.
0: Oh. Because <laughs> you're, you're old. You're very old. Ruben is extremely old. You can't just stare at me and not say anything. This is a podcast. We are supposed to talk. Say something. Please. I can't carry this myself. Say something, I'm giving up on you. <laughs> nice wrong button. Dollar in the jar. <laughs> uh, what are you hoping to learn, Ruben?
2: Uh, nothing. I, I, know cool. I know everything about everything already. You know everything? Uh, awesome. This show is brought to you by vpn.thebestfriendshow.com. Uh, go and sign up for a two-year membership, 91% off.
0: 91%. That's
2: almost like that's almost hundred percent.
0: Kind of an arbitrary number when you think about it.
2: Well, so was seventy-two.
0: Why is it going up? I don't know. It's a little know. scary.
2: Anyway, go protect your information online. We'll be back <laughs> with Pastor Jay Vallejo. Jay. Jay Valley Joe, as they used to call Valley
0: him. Joe? I love that.
2: <laughs> uh, we'll be back after this quick commercial break. Why are you always finishing that?
0: Because that's what we do. We finish each other's... Sandwiches. That's what I was going to say.
2: I, I don't believe you. <laughs> we'll be back. All right, Moxie. All right. <laughs> Great. This is wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, we have somebody on the phone right now. This is going to be a really interesting conversation.
0: Yes. I'm because excited.
2: I'm concerned. You're concerned? I'm very concerned. I, this, I don't understand how... Uh, or why i allowed this to happen hmm. and i facilitated this as well so i'm very concerned. yeah you
0: actually did all of this
2: i know the next two yeah. episodes are gonna be very uh interesting interesting so i want to bring on the show last season we had a pastor on uh who also happened to be like a worship leader type thing or whatever mm-hmm. uh who was on your side yes. of the family yes and now i'm bringing somebody from my side of the family <laughs> Uh, please welcome the uh, youth pastor from Calvary Chapel La Habra. His name is Jay Vallejo. Jay, welcome,
3: man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing? I'm
2: concerned. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you feel being on on a podcast with me, somebody you've known for 13 years? No, 10 years. I think. I think we're 10 years.
3: Wow. I think it's uh, 11 years. right. Is it? You've been. Um, yeah, I've been at, uh, at Calvert Chapel La uh, Habra for a little bit over 11 years now. Wow. So, so, yeah, I've known uh, Ruben all that time. And <laughs> so the truth is finally going to come out.
2: I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me just, I'm going to start out with the same question that we're going to ask uh, one of our other guests as well is uh, uh, what's your first memory of me?
3: Your first memory, my first memory of you is uh, when I. Uh, started attending at Calvary Chapel La Hombra. I think I had um, they'd asked me to guest speak, and I came in to guest speak, and, and I walked into the bookstore, and you were helping out in there, and uh, you were speaking to me as you didn't know me, <clears throat> just uh, and then uh, talking to me as I was either uh, just somebody that attended there or a customer, and. Didn't know that I was going to be teaching the congregation <laughs> in just a, about an hour from the
0: nice one. So
3: yep, I just let him talk and, and spill his guts.
0: <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> this was an actual bookstore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, no, it
2: was an actual bookstore. <laughs> do you remember? Do you ever remember anything that I said? Or what was I at least professional?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember anything you said. That. Uh, how impactful it was. Okay. Well, hey, no, no, that's so. fine.
2: I was also like twelve, so uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it was impactful or not. I was a teenager, so <laughs> no, you weren't. You were twelve. <laughs> Whatever. I was. No, I a little older than that, but still, um, I had to be at least fourteen or fifteen. So yeah. eleven years ago. Yeah. So, uh, so can I tell? Can I tell people the first memory I have of him? Sure. Uh, can you? <laughs> uh, I can. I don't know if he'll let me. Uh, so. I just remember, when, it was one of the first times, I don't know if you were officially hired yet or if you were in the process of of starting or what, but I remember we did this small group in the high school, and somehow you ended up being the leader for us, and it was like mm-hmm. four of us, and I just remember, I don't remember anything that I said or anything that you said, um, but I just remember the entire time I was clowning on you and like making fun <laughs> of you for some reason, you were, and you were dishing it back.
0: Typical Ruben. Yeah, of
2: course. Uh, yeah. and then, like two weeks later, they announced him as as the uh the new youth pastor nice <laughs> and I just I just solid, yeah, and I just kind of sat there, I was like, oh <laughs> <laughs> um so but how long have you been a pastor for?
3: so I've been a pastor officially since uh ninety
0: nine wow, so been so a
3: while twenty years. happy
0: twenty years,
3: <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh twenty years and I was at uh, Calvary Chapel Golden Springs for um, nine of those years as, as a pastor. I was, there, I was on staff there for 11 years, and I've been on staff at, at La Haber for 11 years. Wow. So it's time um, for you to move on. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the pattern. <laughs> uh, um,
2: well, one of the things that I, that I remember uh, early on with Jay and I uh, is that I didn't like him. At first, uh, and I, 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 did did you know that that that, that I that the, for like the first six or seven months that you're at the church, I couldn't stand you.
3: Well, I've worked with youth long enough that <laughs> I think that's usually the case.
0: That's a good answer. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: well,
3: so nothing nothing surprises me, um, and generally that's uh, it seems to be typical with a lot of youth. I mean, a lot of youth are gonna make a they're gonna make a either assumption or they're going to uh, make a decision right away, whether they have any evidence or not. And so, so in other words, uh, people will take a liking to you immediately or they will not. And a lot of times uh, when there's change, uh, somebody coming in, somebody new coming in, a lot of times youth are fighting change. (laughs) And they don't want that change to happen. And so there can be a lot of different reasons, uh, different personalities and, and so forth. And I, so
0: yeah I think it's it's change is hard for humans <laughs>
2: yeah well but for for, sure for us at the time the change was really needed uh, and it was it was a good change in the aspect of we finally had somebody who was dedicated on staff to lead these high school students because uh, there had been like three or four years where we didn't have anybody you, you know that was like dedicated on staff to do that but the reason why I didn't like them, wasn't because of anything to do with his Bible teaching or his personality or anything is uh, he came to me or he pulled me aside one, one, one Sunday and was like, Hey, so um, you're no longer allowed to serve here until oh. you start attending service.
0: Oh, good for him. So total, like,
2: <laughs> like as an adult looking back, I'm like, yeah, totally. I understand that That's now, Awesome. but as a 15 year old kid who was just trying to fit in, you know, that was like the only thing I had there. Mm. And it literally made me so angry at him <laughs> that for like six months, I wouldn't go to the high school service. Mm. Do, you, do you remember that?
3: Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, that's always been part of your personality, too, is just, you know, fighting for that change and kind of wanting to do. I mean, you probably have gathered that uh, as of now. Uh, that yeah. uh, Ruben is just doesn't want to be confined, and so just um, yeah, kind of much. wants to do what he wants to do. Yep, <laughs> and so so it goes along with his personality.
0: Yeah, it, Ruben is a very uh, free spirit. <laughs> 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 That's an interesting way to put it. And by uh, free, yeah. I mean has to be in control. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep. So when you, when you did that, do you remember kind of what your goal was for that? Other than, you know, forcing me into a service?
3: Um, well, the, part of the thing, uh, and that really is this kind of a standard for the church as a whole. And that is uh, for people not to get caught up with just serving, uh, because there's uh, a health in sitting, there's a health in growing and it's anybody can come in and serve, but, you know, that's not our goal is to have just people fill in a spot. Uh, what we want are, are people to to be able to uh, be in there and to uh, assimilate with, well, whether it's a youth group, assimilate with other kids, with their peers, uh, so they can grow in their own relationship with the Lord. They can grow in mm-hmm. a relationship uh, with each other. Yeah. And then um, serving should be. Uh, Birth out of those right relationships—the right relationship with the Lord and and the right relationship with others—should automatically translate into serving. Um, You know, as God does something work in my own heart, as He does uh, a work in my life, then my desire is now to serve in a capacity that I'm going to reach out to others as God has has done a lot in my own life. Yeah, I want to use that and. And so sometimes people have a backward, sometimes yeah. they have a work mentality and, and thinking that they're okay with the Lord because they go and help out because they serve in a particular area. And I think for uh, churches and ministry as a whole, sometimes we can do uh, people a great disservice by allowing that to happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's been one of the things that we seek not to do, is to not allow that to happen, uh, to really encourage people to grow first in their relationship with the Lord. And they, then yeah. see where God's going to place them.
0: Thank you for putting that into words so well, because <laughs> that it, that is something that I feel like a lot of people with service personalities struggle with. Like not only mm-hmm. the faith by works thing, but by wanting to serve other people, they just genuinely have a desire to serve people, and that's yeah. the way they love people. And and sometimes that's not the best way to start building a <laughs> relationship.
3: No, and and it's it's a great noble act, uh, but really, what we want to see is uh, what does the Lord desire uh, from us, and and he he wants us to be in a healthy relationship with Him first, and and the Bible says seek ye first kingdom of God and His righteousness, yeah. and then everything kind of falls into place after that.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Jay, this this podcast is built around three fundamental signature questions. Uh, And Moxie, it's time for signature question number one. This is like
0: such a casual question after this, (laughs) what we've been talking about. (laughs) Um, Okay, so signature question number one. This is is really uh, very difficult to answer. Um, Question number one is, what is your favorite taco?
3: (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) My favorite taco. So uh, that kind of depends. I think it depends uh where I'm at when I've I've been down to a lot of different places in Mexico and there was a time that I was serving uh in a place called Los Mochis mm. uh, down in Mexico and that by far had the, the best Mexican food out of all the areas of Mexico I've been. And I remember this particular restaurant called Bachomos. And Bachomos we went there often
2: and uh
3: they had these garnets out of tacos but with all the fixings, and uh, it's sometimes a little bit difficult uh, to go into a real Mexican culture, to go into Mexico itself, and, and uh, a lot of times you get offended when you ask for cheese on your tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of almost like a no-no in a lot of places, but yeah. at Bachomos uh, they actually put cheese in those tacos, and that's what made those special. And so those are my favorite I uh, I saw tacos down in uh, in los mochi's at a restaurant called bachomos now, That's if you're nice. looking at here, it's kind of interesting that a lot of people like and and I don't know if it's because they're the grossest tacos around, but it's uh but jack in the box and no one's been <laughs> able to figure out what's it actually <laughs> in those tacos in those tacos
0: yeah, I don't know
3: but some combination of whatever it is and american cheese melted in some greasy stuff ends up being a great taco
0: i had a i had a jack-in-the-box taco like before i actually started Ruben introduced me to tacos and i (laughs) ate a jack-in-the-box taco like years before i started actually eating tacos and even then i was like what the heck is this
2: you know, you know. I will say, I will say this. This is though.
0: not a taco; it's an abomination. <laughs> yep.
3: Uh,
2: you like that word, don't you? I do. I really do. <laughs> uh, you know what's what's here's the funny thing about uh, those 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 uh, Jack in the Box tacos is when you're hungry, those those things hit the spot. You know, yep. like
0: you know what else hits the spot when you're hungry. Literally anything.
2: No, no, no. But when I'm... When I'm, when I'm no, 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 That's not true, though. Like There's times where like, I'm hungry and I'll eat something and be like, man, I am not satisfied. And then I
3: demand satisfaction. And I'm you can du- never
2: be satisfied? And then I'm dueling with a tuna sandwich. Wow. <laughs> well,
3: I th- well, I think it's a combination of two things. Number one is the, if you're really hungry. Uh, number two... Is if you're really poor, <laughs> <laughs> not very, and I have very very both of those
2: things. Wow! Uh, yeah. So can uh, you imagine? <laughs> wow. Well, uh, so so I, I hate to keep making this about me here. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> I love it. I actually love it. But uh, I was recently hired at a radio station, uh, and Jay knew me when I went to radio school, and I don't think Jay ever believed in me that I would ever make it to uh, to a radio station. Uh, am I pretty accurate in saying that, Jay?
3: Yeah, I uh, <laughs> didn't think that it would be uh possible. I thought you know maybe you'd, you'd be the one behind the scenes um, helping out because I know that you had an interest in those things, but uh, to be the face or the voice the voice uh, of that is, uh, is this kind of shows your determination and, and kind of what's gone on in the last five years mm-hmm. or so six years.
2: I want to tell a, a personal story here, if it's okay, um, with you. Um, okay. So, are you crying? No, I'm about to though. Uh, so January 2017 uh, was was when we lost my mom, and uh, and and Jay, Jay, you had an interesting relationship with my mom because <laughs> yeah. you didn't see her a lot, but for whatever reason, I don't and I don't understand it. She really liked you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you seem to take a really good liking to her. And every time my mom was sick, uh you'd be one of the first people from the church to show up uh and and, and be there and pray for her and uh and, and, you know and just talk to her and stuff. And I just remember um about two nights before she passed, I remember I called you. I think it was a mm-hmm. I think it was a Sunday morning before she passed. Uh it was like five in the morning. And I, I called you. And I don't remember if I was upset or crying or whatever, but I just remember saying, "I need you to come and and pray for my mom and just come, you know, just you know, whatever." I don't remember the, the exact verbiage of that. And at six o'clock in the morning, on a Sunday morning, where I think you also taught that morning too, like it wasn't just you know a, a regular Sunday morning. You were teaching the main service. You showed up uh, and you you came and you you spent time with my family and and with me you know as well uh and really made that experience a little bit easier uh for us all so i, I wanted to publicly thank you for that um and also uh get your your comments on my mom's passing i'm <laughs> just kidding um but <laughs> but definitely wanted nice. definitely wanted to say thank you for 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 being there for me in that that difficult moment um and uh, yeah
3: those those times are difficult for you know anyone i just lost my dad earlier this year. And so, you know, there's, uh, there's difficulty in that. And I've, I've had the, um, probably you say, I say a privilege because in one sense it's a privilege, but it's very difficult. And, and that is a privilege of being around, um, those situations, uh, quite often in the time that I've been in ministry. And so having to go to hospitals, having to go, uh, to visit people in their homes, uh, as people have been sick or people have passed and, and walk through those situations, although they're very difficult. Um, I, I, the Lord allows you to have empathy for those that are going through those situations. The Bible talks about in Second Corinthians chapter one that you're able to comfort those with the same comfort that you've been comforted with, and and understanding that that it's, if I'm able to come in and do what God's called me to do, and that is uh, to show His love through a dark, uh, difficult situation, then it's I, I trust that God's going to get the, the glory through all of those things and the people are going to be benefiting and hopefully draw closer to the Lord. And so, uh, although those times are, are difficult, you no, know, <clears throat> God uses all those times. He uses every situation for it. it's yeah. good.
0: So I want to ask a question. Um, obviously, the, you've been doing this for quite some time, but I, I feel like, there's always a story with pastors and how they got called to do what they are doing and especially with youth pastors there's always uh <laughs> there's there's typically a reason that they got into it. So I want to ask what what called you to this? I mean besides the Lord obviously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um I think in my situation <clears throat> um when I got saved, I got saved back in 92 and so I came to the Lord after my my brother came to the Lord, my mom came to the Lord and, mm. and just watching their lives and watching the change in their life. I, um, I had gone to Catholic school, mm. uh, all my life from, from elementary school all the way to high school. And <clears throat> I had never believed in God and I had never taken a liking to, um, to, uh, religion, to, to Catholicism or anything like that. And, and, um, I just, it, it just didn't appeal to me. I thought people were kind of fake. If they needed that crutch in their life, then mm-hmm. that was fine for them. And, and you kind of have those ideas. And and it never seemed real. And when my brother became a Christian, my mom became a Christian. I've been uh, very, very close with my mom. Mm-hmm. And, and so watching the change in her life, watching what God was doing in her heart, and knowing that it was something that was real. Uh, it wasn't just a religion. It wasn't just that she was going to church and they were, they were all of a sudden trying to be good, any of those types of things. And so I took an interest when I saw the change, the real change in their lives. And and so when I became a Christian, uh, I remember prior to becoming a Christian that when somebody asked me, uh, how come I didn't go to church? I told them, because why should I go to church? I don't believe in God. <laughs> but and But I did tell them, that if I ever said I believed in God, then I would live the life. Uh, because when I was talking to that person that I had asked me, I was challenging them because I said, you do the same things I do. We both uh, went to parties together and we just were worldly together. Yeah. And I said, so there's no difference between me and you except that you go to church. But if I ever went to church and I ever said I believe in God, then I would live the life. Yeah. And so God had already put that I think instilled that into my heart and my mind and so when I did make the decision I wanted to know what I believed and why I believed it and so
1: yeah.
3: what happened is I was at church I started going to church and I remember them uh, announcing that they had a bible school and in that bible school they had various classes and it was open to anybody to come and take it and so I I thought well I don't want to just tell people I believe and not have a reason I remember priests always saying. Well, it's just a blind faith, and I always thought, like, well, I'm not blind, <laughs> so you know, why have, why would I have to believe in something if I can't explain it? Yeah, and, and there has to be a rationale to to believe. Yeah, and so I started taking classes to learn more about the Bible, to learn more about uh, Christianity, and to answer some of the questions that I had. I had gone, I was, I had gone to Fullerton College, um, and I had got accepted at UCI. And I was supposed to go into—I uh, was a biology major and supposed to go into their biology department—and and so I had all these different ideas that I wanted to be uh, in the medical field, uh, but I was I was being lured in by evolution and, and those types of thoughts that are prevalent in science.
1: Yeah. And
3: so when I became a Christian, I wanted to answer those questions. Well, what about the dinosaurs? What about all this evolutionary? um, evidence, uh, that proved, disproves the Bible and proves evolution. And, and so I went out and I began to search those answers. And as I began to search the, those answers, I just began to do more and more in my heart to where I just was drawn in, in my own faith. And, and, and just, as I started to meet more people, uh, people put God put people on my path that had asked me if I wanted to, to help out with, um, with serving here or serving there. And so I had some free time and yeah, I'll help out. And so it was just, it was just as simple as that and just me being around a little bit more. Um, I remember um, when they had asked me to come on staff over at Golden Springs, I, I had never thought of being on staff. I never thought of being a pastor. In fact, when they called me in to ask me if I wanted to, to come on staff, the pastor there had asked, he said, have you ever thought about working at a church and coming on staff? I said, no, i never thought about it at all. And he said, I well, want you go home and pray and, and talk to your wife about it. And, and so the, you know, God began to confirm that that was a step that I, that I should take. And I, and that was just to work at the church. And I wasn't a position of pastor or any of those things. Um, but, the Lord just continued to stir my heart and knowing the word and just continue to stir a desire to share what I knew and share about the Bible and began to put me in different situations. Um, they, when I was at gold Springs, they needed somebody to come into the junior high ministry to help teach. And so I was teaching in there They needed somebody to, to help with the home fellowship. And I began to teach a home Bible study. And so it was putting me in those places. They were uncomfortable places, They're places that I never thought I would be in, uh, things that I really didn't desire, but the Lord just continued to, to kind of nudge me and put me in different places. And so that's kind of how it really started. And um, so I have just, in my sense, I, I, in my life, I think I've just had open doors and just continued by faith to walk through them. And, and God's just continued to direct those paths or the, those steps on that path.
2: Nice. And ha- now you're stuck with me, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, before we jump into question number two here, I, I want to ask you this. Do you, do you feel like I'm your biggest challenge you've ever had <laughs> as, as a youth pastor?
0: I feel like you're my biggest challenge. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, there's so many different situations that, that go on. And, and, you know, one of the things that the Lord really stirred in my heart uh, regarding youth and regarding Uh, people in general is that you know people aren't a number everybody's an individual and and just to really love them as as individuals and so there's always going to be kids there's always going to be people that have different different personalities and different challenges and some are going to be a little bit more difficult than others but they're all difficult in a different way we're all difficult yeah and so you know, we all have our a sinful nature and uh, we all have things that we need to work on and and but the Lord puts us all in in a place together to be able to work those things out. Yeah. And so and so yeah, there's there's a lot of challenges. <laughs>
2: Jump into question number two, slightly modified.
0: Slightly modified. Um, if you had a life verse, well, I'm sure you do. <laughs> uh, what What is your life verse?
3: You know, that's funny, and in, in the sense of like people have asked so many times about that because a lot of times people do have life verses, and and I don't know that I have a and actually have a life. Verse I have mm-hmm. a lot of verses for lots of different situations, lots of different right. life situations. So there's verses I have uh, for, say, ministry. And uh, one of the verses that in early kind of a passage that I have for ministry is John chapter 10. In John chapter 10, it talks about Jesus being the good shepherd, and, yeah. and, and so Him being the good shepherd, and He talks about. There, Jesus speaking about a relationship that the shepherd has with the sheep. And he makes a comparison between the the shepherd and the hireling. The hireling doesn't know the sheep, doesn't know him personally, doesn't know um, really their name. They don't know his voice, none of those things. And so when an enemy comes, when when a challenge comes, they're the ones who take off because they're not vested into the sheep. Uh, But the shepherd is somebody that, that does know the sheep and he knows them by name. They know his voice. They follow him. He 's an example to them, um, and when the enemy comes, he's the one that's not only the shepherd of the sheep, but he becomes the door of the sheep, and, yeah. and he'll lay down his life for them and So when it comes to ministry, the Lord's really put that passage in my in my heart, so I say I have like a last passage there um, and so it's something that I remind myself often of uh, just like I mentioned, you know people. The, the kids, the youth that I work with they're, they're not numbers they're they're people and I, and it's my responsibility to get to know them, get to know them as as sheep and individually and uh, you know and that's part of that challenge, but that's what ministry is and And so looking at them in that light um, that causes me to not do the same things over and over again uh, each year when we're planning events. We're really taking it to the Lord and praying and saying, Lord, what do you have for us this year? Those things worked last year, but this is a new group of kids. These are different personalities, different needs. How do you want to minister to them? What do you want us to do And allowing the Lord to direct us in that that realm? Um, And so that's the life verse or life passage for me when it comes to ministry. I think when it comes to uh, just just uh christianity overall and i think in romans chapter 8 verse 1 it says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus and not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit and and uh, just a reminder that that god is is never going to come in and throw my sin in my face in fact in romans chapter 8 later on he asks some rhetorical questions of, uh, who is he who condemns and he's basically saying it's not the Lord that condemns, it's, it's Satan. The enemy comes in and condemns. My flesh condemns. I remember my sin, but the Bible says that if, just like it mentioned in Galatians chapter 5, if I walk up the Spirit, uh, then I'm not going to fulfill the lust of flesh. If I walk up the Spirit, there's no condemnation to those who are walking in Christ Jesus. Um, and so it's a great reminder of the freedom that I have in Jesus Christ. And so those are a couple passages, but I have passages everywhere.
2: <laughs> you know, Jay, I feel like I'm back in one of your Bible studies, man.
0: <laughs> this is awesome. I love this.
2: I, I think we should just become a Christian podcast.
0: Maybe, maybe, can maybe, we?
2: Maybe we can get on K Wave.
0: <laughs> I'm down. I am actually down. Uh,
2: I don't know if I am.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 getting there. <laughs>
2: uh, Jay, uh, you know, I I, I love having uh, somebody who, who's known me for so long, who we can ask you know, real questions about my, you know, my past and, and stuff. So, but, but I want to ask you something uh, about your future and and we've talked about it, you know, uh, quite a bit, you know, kind of tongue in cheek here. Um, You know, we joked around about it a minute ago too, saying, Oh, you've been there for 11 years. It's time time for you to move on. (laughs) Um, But, you know, do you feel like there might be a day for you where you're no longer in youth ministry?
3: You know, I, every year, I, I come to really that question I have for <clears throat> the last 20 years. And and just in, in a very real sense of just really wanting to be where the Lord wants me. And if he doesn't want me in youth ministry, if there's a, a different place that he wants to use me, I'm I'm open to it. Uh, I've been involved in a lot of different things, especially when I was at Calvary Chapel in Springs. I was uh, one, part of the the administration for directing the crusades i was overseeing the bible college and and i was helping out with junior high i was running uh, evangelism ministry i was running our um, convalescent ministries and so i was teaching at a retirement home i was the sunday pastor for six years and and so there's a lot of things that i've been involved in and through it all the lord continued to keep me in youth Um, but i don't want to take that for granted i don't want to assume if there's if God can use somebody else uh, in the youth ministry more effectively than me, then then praise the Lord and and He has something else for me and He's going to do a better work uh, in that youth ministry. And so every year I kind of revisit that question and say, "Well, Lord, is, is this a year? Is it is this my time?" and and just kind of waiting on the Lord and in just a realistic um, a realistic uh, way. I'm just uh, seeking him out and just seeing which direction he's going to lead. And so I know I'm getting older and I am. And so those, those things are obvious. I've been in there for a while now. Um, My, my job or my, um, my vision has always been to to raise up others. And so we've had a lot of people helping out with these ministries. I allow them to do, a lot of things in there, and we kind of share a lot of responsibilities, and, and that whole process is to disciple them so that they can become more, more and more effective in whatever the Lord's going to use them in. Whether they're going to come and replace me or just be a part of the ministry <laughs> itself, or they're going to go on and help out in other ministries. So, so,
2: so what you're saying is there's a chance that there might be a pastor, Reuben J. <laughs> 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 he answer, just the laughs. amount of, that's perfect that is the
0: perfect response <laughs> yep
2: <laughs> alright Jay it's time for uh, signature question number three Moxie alright this is that.
0: this is the most important question
2: no. you ready yes alright yes,
0: can you have more than one best friend
2: outside of uh, significant others and family
3: so can you have more than one best friend yeah um, yeah Oh I think so. Yay!
0: Thank you. Thank you for I, that uh, very good answer.
3: <laughs> so, I think in, even in my case, um, there, there's a group of guys that I've known since first grade. And we still, to this day, talk and we are on the same text thread, um, the group, uh, group text, and we're constantly texting each other. And uh, updating each other and encouraging one another. So, so I had those friends since I was in first grade.
2: Well, I think you're wrong. Um, <laughs> even Jesus had a best friend.
1: No.
0: Well, he
3: yes, had the John. inner circle. Well, he had the inner circle, and John was part of that. So there was three of them.
0: Yeah, John. In that inner
3: circle.
2: John, yeah, but John was his favorite.
0: No, John was the disciple that Jesus loved, and John, John made it on very, Jesus. No.
2: Or Jesus leaned on John, one of the two. I don't know. I don't know the stuff. Well,
0: John John was the disciple that Jesus loved, but Peter was the rock that he built his church on, so. But
2: for John so loved the world. I- <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell that story some, one of these days. Uh, if you uh, are looking for a church uh, at, at all, and, and you have kids, or you are a kid that wants to, to go to church, uh, <laughs> Cabbage Chapel <laughs> hop. Uh, this Thursday they're having a, uh, a Harvest Festival So if you're in La Habra and you want to uh, Go and get some free candy And also uh, have some Country music worship uh, And other stuff and meet Jay Vallejo Jay Vallejo will be there uh, Calvary CalvaryLahabra.org Is the website Jay are you on social media at all anymore?
3: Uh, very rarely I, I don't <laughs> That's don't have not time. me Yeah, yeah.
2: well nope. I remember when you opened up your Facebook and it actually seemed for a while that, oh my God, this old man knows how to use Facebook. So I was actually, uh, Hey Jay, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. Um, real quickly, your last, uh, in one word, can you, can you sum up our, yours and mine? uh, Is it, I don't know if it's a relationship or friendship or, you know, uh, necessity of, you know, job requirement, whatever, but can you sum it up in one word? Uh, torture
0: <laughs> <laughs> good word <laughs> Jay thank you so much for coming on the show
2: alright no problem All right, I'll see you tomorrow bud <laughs> alright take care Bye. Bye. alright Moxie what did you think of that interview
0: that was awesome um, he's awesome
2: he's a great person you should, you should go to church one of these days and meet him
0: I go to ch- church I go to church
2: I'm saying you should go to this church, my church, and meet him and hang out with him. Okay. I'll buy you dinner. All right. On the church cafe.
0: That sounds like a deal.
2: Can <laughs> what, I? I, what I just get myself into?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell a story? Please. Before please we do. get too far? Please
2: do. Well, we're almost done, so I think we are Well, I fun. just,
0: I feel like we need to tell our listeners this. I know we're going to tell this story in uh, in...
2: Many, many episodes to come.
0: Yes. But... For those who are listening to this week's episode. So when Ruben's, if Ruben said God at one point, I, he said something God. And I corrected oh him. Oh my God, mm-hmm. is what I said. Yeah, and I corrected him to Oh My John, which does not work as well as the other one does. but It will eventually. Yeah, it will. It, it, the other one kind of rolls off the tongue really well. So uh, our, my roommate Melody has a friend. His name is Kieran. He'll be on the show in a couple of weeks. And, um, or not or not, okay, Um, he is not a Christian. And we, Ruben, we were like all hanging out in my apartment one night. Melody was there. Against
2: my will.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Calm down. And Ruben was there and we were Skyping with Kieran on Melody's phone. And Ruben found out that Kieran wasn't a Christian. And he got all worked up about it.
2: And he, being the evangelist I am. Yes.
0: Just at his core, he is a missionary. <laughs> and, no, 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 no.
2: Evangelist. Ah. There's a difference.
0: Um, He grabbed the phone from Melody's hand and said, "Karen, God has a plan. God loves you, and he has a plan for your life. John 3.16 says, for John so loved the... Crap. <laughs> and so now, it, oh, it was man. supposed to be, for God so loved the world. And he said, for John so loved the world. And so now, whenever somebody curses and uses the name of the Lord in vain, I correct them, and I say John. And my favorite one is John Dammit, because it actually, it sounds like... Like an old Western expression. Right. Like ah John damn it.
2: My favorite thing that we do with that is when we break into worship songs. Yeah, and we, we do my John is an awesome John and whatever the words are.
0: Blessed be the name of, of the, the John. John. Blessed, Blessed be your, your name, name, John. John.
2: But the, the funny part about that is is my John's an awesome John. Is John's also uh, <laughs> a, a a euphemism? A, a euphemism uh, wow, I can't talk uh, for for a for a toilet. So, yes. it's essentially saying my toilet is an awesome toilet I know. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Uh uh
0: yeah. Let's go home. Can we can we go home? Yes. I want to I want to come up with one more worship song that we can uh how about uh <laughs> what a beautiful name it is. <laughs> what a beautiful name it is. The, the name, name of John,
1: John
0: oh, hey. our king. Yeah, leave the singing to me, please. I wanted to join
2: in the worship. How great is, is our John? Stay Sing with me, how great is... <laughs> Is our John, and all the world will see in John alone. My hope is
0: found. (laughs) This is is this sacrilege at this point? Yes, great are you, John. (laughs) Uh, okay, I think I'm done now. I think, uh, yeah. Ah uh. my chains are gone I've been set free My John my... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God oh my John Oh praise the name of the Lord our John! <laughs> What what are you? What you look like? You're thinking really hard. Is tr- your head hurting?
2: I, no, I'm trying to think of a, of another song. And the ones I I can't. I, it's been a while since I paid attention to uh, to worship music. So, <laughs> oh oh, John. Oh John. Um, John- there's there's somebody named John listening to this. And I they're know. Gonna be, they're either gonna be really really happy with us and love this, or really really hate this. Yeah. Um, Moxie, we should talk briefly about the next couple of weeks. We should. Uh. This is the last... We're going into the last show ever that we're ever going to do. Very soon. Uh, in about two weeks. Yes. We'll be done for good. Done. Never again doing a podcast. Donezo. Until January 13th. Yeah. Or 14th.
0: Damn it. 13th. John, damn John, it. damn it. <laughs>
2: uh, but uh, we'll be doing some fun stuff over the break. We got some best of shows. We got some theme shows. We're doing a relationship show. Yes. Yes, Why did queen. I say it like that? Oh I don't know. Oh, my God. John. Oh, my John. John.
0: Come on, man!
2: John, damn it! It's not that hard. Hey, you know what? Here's the funny part. Uh, I I find myself saying uh, "God damn it" a, a lot. Yeah. And then I literally no, no. Oh my god! I'll say "Oh my god," and then yeah. instantly be like, "John, damn it!"
0: <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Ruben J. And
0: I'm Moxie M.
2: And make sure to follow us on Instagram
0: at Best Friend Podcast
2: and on Twitter at YMBF Show and on Facebook at. Facebook.com Slash The Best friend Show And our website thebestfriendshow.com And uh, we are, are out of th- time D- Say it with me
0: Come on Come on Let's do this Come on Come on And we uh, th- Do it with me Come on Come on <laughs> Come on
2: I am not a dog
0: <laughs> You're acting like one right now
2: Goodbye <laughs>